So we are pre-revenue. Uh, we're, we're in beta. We've been developing the product for about a year and a half. Um, we launched the, the product, um, the beta product earlier this month, in fact, so July. So it's, it's free. Anybody can come to the website, sign up for a free account. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We've got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Chris Dickey. He's building a company called Visibly. A smarter search strategy is what he's focused on, trying to help brands identify their footprint in search. All right, Chris, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. So, so I think when most people think about this space, they probably use a tool like Ahrefs or sort of SEMrush. Help us understand the different that you know your different vision. Yeah, absolutely. So I think those are fantastic tools. I use them as well. Uh, there's no reason you know you shouldn't be using either of those platforms. However, it's important to recognize that um, what we're interested in is understanding what are all the potential touch points where a customer may find a brand in search. And where those platforms fall short is they focus exclusively on how your how your website or your own domain is performing, which is just like one of many ways that a customer may find you. There's like this massive kind of map of a customer journey where they might click on um, a review and they that might be their very first touch point. It might be an ad, maybe um, an e-commerce website. Say you're selling shoes or something like that. Someone like actually clicks on an Amazon link and Amazon's recommending your product. I think the thing that I come from it, you know, from the perspective of a PR agency, and you know, we are always leveraging third-party endorsements to help promote our our clients' products and services, and you know, that's essentially the first page of search is this really multi-channel mashup of different stuff like reviews and e-commerce and ads and and, and Quora and questions and. You know, and you know, the thing about an you know an eight H refs or or a Moz or SEM Rush is that they they only tell you how your website is performing. So for a page like you know, I'd like to throw out the term best fleece jackets. Like it's a it's a, has decent search volume. It's obviously a very interested customer in buying a fleece jacket. If you look if you look up that keyword and you look at all the links on that page. What you'll find is that there's not a single manufacturer link being elevated by Google. And so if you want any presence on that page, you either have to buy it 
which is pretty expensive, or you have to earn it. You have to earn, earn some kind of media review or something like that. So, you know, there's there's literally zero opportunity for an SEM, or sorry, um, an SEO uh, on that page. Yet, you know, if, if, well, if so, so, well, sorry, just to cut you off real quick. So, how are you helping a brand earn that? So what we're doing is we're providing the intelligence on where does your brand exist currently, who's talking about your brand, and then what channel is it? So, you know, I started this this kind of quest with like a, a simple question, how do you, where does my brand exist in search? Like that question was not being answered. Like that solution was not out there. Um, you can find out your website, you can find out your advertising. You couldn't just figure out like how within this SERP, how are people finding my brand? So visibly actually looks at the content behind every single link on the page and identifies yes or no, is your branded content present on that page? Um, and then number two, what we're doing is we're segmenting all the results by um, common channels that kind of map to different marketing departments. So we're identifying all the PR hits on the page. We're identifying all the brand owned hits on the page. We're also identifying all the e-commerce hits on the page. And so once you can do that, and you get this like nice map of where your brand is and where it's not, and the, it's also channel specific. You can have your PR team like take a look at those and say, "Oh yeah, we could definitely get you there." Or your e-commerce team says, "Oh, like there's a merchandising opportunity there, which we're under leveraging." So you could see like the fleece jacket, right? If you're the manufacturer, you've already got a presence. You already spend money on ads. You, you see yourself listed in the three paid ads on the page. There's there's three e-commerce, like Amazon uh, thing is listed. Something else from Google Store is listed. And you can basically see in the metadata if your fleece jacket is in any of those. And then lastly, maybe there's three articles, one from Nat Geo, one from outdooradventure.com and another one that wrote press about it. And maybe you don't have any press exposure. So your PR team would then go try and get organic press placements so that you place there. Yeah, exactly. So it's you know, it's also like a list building tool. So number one, I, I describe it. It's like, you know, we're a listening platform where we're listening. We're figuring out who's talking about you, where you exist. Number two, we're a list building tool. We help you segment and organize and extract clean lists from, from you know, from their search results. You know, what visibly will do for you more than tell you where you exist. It also tells you where you don't exist, which is what I call it. Like, it's like your blind spots. Where are these areas that you weren't even, didn't even know you weren't leveraging that you could if you just had that information. So I think we get the product now. Help me understand how you monetize. So what are customers paying on average per month for this? <laughs> so we are pre-revenue. Uh, we're, we're in beta. We've been developing the product for about a year and a half. Um, we launched the the product, um, the beta product earlier this month, in fact, so July. So it's it's free. Anybody can come to the website, sign up for a free account, use it as much as they wish. How many free signups do you have? Um, we are around a thousand. And how did you get those? It's not easy to get your first hundred. We're about three weeks in, um, so I feel fine with that. Um, you know, it's it's tough. You know, I, we we started with our own networks. You know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm an agency owner, so I know a lot of marketing directors and a lot of other agencies out there, and kind of dangled it in front of them. Um, we've also worked with um, several B2B outlets like um, like PR Week, PR News, uh, PR Daily. Uh, we're going to be start doing some more work with the SEO community pretty soon with Search Engine Land, um, Search Engine Journal, um, things like that. Um, we're chatting about search engine visibility strategy on podcasts. We're talking, telling people, you know, as an agency owner, like this was not an idea that I just came up with one day. It was, this started four years ago 
with my PR clients saying, how do we have more impactful PR hits? And we, we, we recognize at that point, the most impactful thing we could do for our clients, the PR team, was win more placements in search, the top of search, and the places that their websites couldn't rank. And um, we kind of developed a practice around it. And then, you know, the idea was, is like, how the heck do we scale this? We need software. Um, and that's when I had that question saying, where does my brand exist in search? How do we audit these, these, these search engines? So how, Chris, how much did you spend? This is always like the challenging part, right? When you're spinning a piece of software out of an agency is how much of your agency profits do you dedicate to building the MVP of the software? It's not cheap to build good software. So how'd you make that decision and how much have you spent to date on the software? Totally different companies. Um, agency operates on its own books and its own LLC, um, visibly is its own thing. We have investors for that. Um, how much did you raise? We raised 700,000, um, up front and we, we received a grant from Zeta Wyoming to kick it off, um, for 50,000. So you could say we put in, then I've, I put in another, I don't know, say 50 of my own money. So I'd say to date we've, we've infused around 800,000 and we haven't spent all that yet, but Chris, that must make you super nervous, right? Like what if you launch this and like no one wants it? That's it. I think, I think every startup has that question in mind, right? Like it's entirely possible that someone's like, Oh, I don't, I don't care about that. But can't you hedge Uh, that by getting like pre-sales to some degree? Yeah. We just haven't built the product yet, you know, that we can sell yet. Um, and I, I'm, I feel pretty confident. We, you know, once you have this data, there's so much you can do with it. Like for instance, I'll I'll give you another example of, of how we can apply this data is, um, cost per click. People are spending a lot of money on, um, on, on paid campaigns and on Google ads. If you had a measure, if you had a measure stick telling you what's the likelihood that someone's going to find you organically versus like not find you organically, um, that would, that would inform your cost per click strategy. So mm-hmm. we can do that now. We can, we can, we can tell you like, what's your organic visibility on any page? Not you not your website, your organic visibility. So across every single, all these links are talking about you or not talking about you. Um, and, and if you have strong organic visibility already, um, among, you know, whatever, how many keywords, like thousands of keywords, um, you can perhaps shift your cost per click strategy toward keywords you have less organic visibility on or less of a chance to actually, um, get that customer. Yep. So help me understand the team size today, right? So how many people have been working on just visibly? We have, um, Oh man, well, bunch of advisors, but um, we have we have four engineers um, kind of working from everywhere. From we have two back end guys, we have one front end guy, and we have one dude doing machine learning and um, AI. Um, that's because we're 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 categorizing and classifying all these websites. That's how we identify what's an earned media hit versus an e commerce hit, and we've cataloged you know millions of websites at this point. Um, and then we have two marketing guys, uh, myself included, I guess you could say I'm, I'm a marketing guy and, uh, that's, that's it. We're a skinny little startup. So, so how, I mean, the reason I'm asking is because you always want to like sort of back into, okay, our current like total expenses per month with no revenue is X. We need to get to that amount to get to profitability, like as quick as possible. So obviously you want to try and minimize expenses before you have too much, you know, before you have revenue. Um, what have you been able to get? I mean, what's, what are you burning right now per month? We're doing like 10 grand a month or like a hundred grand a month. Honestly, I think, I think we're doing like 30 to 40 grand a month. Um, which is, which is pretty, 
pretty good. Um, I, I think we can be spending a lot more than that. Um, I'm not paying myself right now, you know? Um, and you know, we have a, we have a, one of our engineers is basically working, um, for, for equity only. So I think we're cutting as many costs as possible at this stage in the game. You know, it is all about getting to a paid product, which we expect will be out sometime this fall. Um, at which point, you know, we, we hope that we can kind of develop our, our premium user base to a level that some of the people will see the value in what we're doing and want to jump onto a more premium level. Chris, do you have that much time? I mean, obviously you have to look at your cash in the bank today and, and project that you're going to burn 40K every month between now and the fall. I mean, how much buffer have you given yourself? What if it takes you a little bit longer than fall to actually get to like real paid revenue? Do you have enough buffer in the bank? We should be good until spring 2021. Okay. So you have fall, winter, and sort of spring to really start cranking on revenue. And then you have to make drastic changes if you can't get meaningful revenue by spring 2021. Well, I, I wouldn't say drastic. I mean, I think we'll, we'll, we'll have to go out and raise more money. You know, that's, you know, like we did a seed round and, you know, the next we either do a seed two or a series A. Um, but, you know, all of us would love to keep as financially independent as possible. Yeah. How did you convince, I mean, you convinced someone to believe in you guys early on. That's how you were able to raise 700 grand. So, so who did you convince and how did you convince them? Did you just point to your agency that you built and said, look, I've done it before. I know it's a problem. I do it on my agency clients. Yeah. You know, part of it is like, you know, product market fit is, is always the question that everyone's talking about at this point. And in many ways, as an agency, we, we established product market, product market fit before I even knew that this was going to be a product. I just know like we needed this thing and our, and our clients loved it. It was the most valuable thing we were doing for our clients. It was the no, no other PR agencies in the, in the space were talking about how to win more PR hits and search. Um, they, they had this incredible impact. We could report on them really well. So I, I recognized that, you know, if we built this thing and we presented it in the right light, there was a real, a real thirst for it. Um, and then I realized that this could help a whole lot of other industries as well. It's not just a PR thing. It's a, it's an econ thing. Um, it's, it's a, it's a digital marketing thing. Um, it could be, a, you know, an SEM thing. Um, and so, you know, it's a multi-channel way of managing a brand in search. And so I'm like, okay, like there's something cool here. I can't believe no one's done it. Um, you know, we, we kind of, we kind of did our diligence up front. We won that early grants. So we had very little skin in the game, you know, from, from day one, we developed an MVP that had some patents pending on it. Um, and then we took that to investors and they, and they all understood what we were trying to accomplish. Um, we were lucky that, um, we just, we only have three angels involved, um, at this point. So it's a really tight group of people, the people who I think, um, believe in, in me and, and what I can do with this thing. And, um, so yeah, that's that's where we are, and I think I'm I'm just fortunate that we had a network that I could uh, pitch to and would uh, accept you know what we were trying to accomplish. I'm not I'm not the serial founder, you know. I think a lot of people at this stage there like went to some you know A list MBA school and they have deep. Yeah, you have cut, but yeah, I mean, but look, just to cut, I mean, you have what counts, which is you have an agency. I mean, very successful SaaS companies come out of agencies because you already know the problem and you already have a built-in customer base. They, those should be your first paying customers is you're just upselling on top of professional services, you're upselling the software subscription. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I want to have an update interview with you in spring 2021 and see how it's going. But for now, we're out of time. Let's wrap up uh, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? 
Um, I've been reading a customer success, um, which is all about how to ge- generate a really great um, um, SaaS uh, solution. Sorry, the book's, the book's just called customer success? I believe it is. Yeah, it's, it's obviously SEO uh, optimized. <laughs> yeah. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I'm, I'm a big fan of the guys from BuzzSumo um, and, you know, the, the original team that was there. And I, I just loved how they built it from the ground up with almost no investment. And uh, I, I love, love everything about that company. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company besides Visibly? Oh, man. Um, there's a bunch of kind of Chrome plugins, which I'm, I'm a big fan of. One that I use quite often is uh, Keywords Everywhere. Um, and it's, it's a, just a really great way to kind of keep your mind thinking about keywords all you know while you're searching. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Probably six. Okay, that's not bad. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? I got, I'm married and I got kids and I got little kids. How many? Uh, I got one. I got one four-year-old. Um, and it's, yeah, this pandemic's been a hoot. <laughs> I can I can imagine. And, and how old are you, Chris? 39. 39. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Just to be yourself. You know, don't, don't, don't try to be someone that you want to be or you think you should be or you think other people want you to be. Um, be your authentic self. Guys, there you have it. Visibly.com spinning it out of his agency. They raised 700 grand to build this tool. Helps brands understand what their footprint looks like on search across multiple assets, PR, paid, uh, organic, you know, uh, you know, or review rating on Amazon, whatever it is, they help you understand that. There are pre-revenue today. They've got about six people on the team, four engineers, two marketers looking to launch here in the next couple of months, call it fall 2020, burning about 30 to 40 grand per month right now as they look to drive new free signups, about a thousand free signups so far in the first three weeks they've been accepting it. So nice early traction. We'll see what happens. Chris, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, David.